Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Oh. That was smooth. Okay. I don't know if they kept up I with know that you, one. I didn't know you had that in you. No, I had to get a little sexy. I'm excited. Uh, post-draft, pre-free agency. Yep. So this is the best time of the year. I'm feeling it. I don't know how y'all feel, but I'm feeling real good. It was electrifying to be in the city for it. I bet it was, man. Oh, I'm, I'm excited, man. I was happy with all the draft picks we made as the Bulls fan. Oh, you jumping ahead of the gun a little bit. Just a little bit. A question I want to ask y'all to start the show. Oh, my. <laughs> think, didn't you have to clarify that on Twitter? Yeah, I did. So I got swarmed by tweets saying which team. Yeah. Yeah, because. But even your one of your other teams, both of your other teams did pretty good in the yeah, draft, right? It's petty because, like, you get the satisfaction of being A in the playoffs, but then also A in a lottery. That that's why having multiple teams is crazy. Really? I've, we gonna need to stick with one. I've been a Bulls fan since right. Derrick Rose. What shirt you got on? You're, you're saying that right a now. Bulls shirt. You're saying you're that right ready. now. Okay, but we were big, they, they were drafting right. high in the lottery. We need a solidified no. in the playoffs. Is oh, I've been a Dame Little fan. I have. He has. He has. <laughs> Can he just? He has. Yes. Let's say since he got his rookie year. I've been preaching that he was slept on. <laughs> Let's get him on team. one side. He's got to be his. He a big free agent. He need. He need to sign to the, his fandom team. Because no, 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 Chicago no, no. Bulls. Why was you saying he was slept Wait. on? He was just a rookie. Because I no. Since then, like as it kept going, I kept saying he slept on. Well, he won rookie of the year. He he did. <laughs> he also. So you were one of those people that kept saying that damn ass shit. <laughs> I like Mike's idea. Say it one more time. Since we're in the spirit of free agency, mm-hmm. you are gonna have the fandom free agent market. So you're going to need to pick a team so we can solidify it. Because there's too much confusion here. Well, the Bulls are always they. So you signed to the okay. Chicago Bulls. I am signing. Congratulations. Welcome to Bulls Phantom. Let me get your handshake. So you're not a Blazers fan. There it is. You like Damian Lillard. Well, I like and I like, and I like not a 76ers fan. And I like LaMarcus Aldridge. So you're not a Spurs <laughs> fan. He liked that duo, and he just yeah. followed LaMarcus. Or were you a fan before? See, I'm so I think he, he's been a fan because you, you yeah. were a fan of LaMarcus when he was with, with the Portland. Tri- yeah, with Portland. Yeah. So, but were you a fan of the Spurs when it wasn't no LaMarcus or once he yeah. got traded there? Because of the Tim Duncan. There, because of Tim Duncan. And it just worked out. So you like people, out. that don't make you a fan of the team. Right. Like when, when yeah, but I still like to see that team be successful. Because you like that player. Yeah. That's why you make it confusing because you'd be like, let's go. I thought we I thought we were about to lose that one. I'm a, I'm a Ben Simmons fan, but when the Sixers lose, I don't be like, oh, I thought we was about to lose that one. Okay. I can see what you mean. So, so Bulls is your team. That's your, that's your two-go team. Yep. I have a ton of Bulls shirts. I have he one. He sure does. He got to get some <laughs> updated ones. He got the Joe Kim Noah, no, Jimmy Butler. No, no, Butler. don't need updated he, ones. He Those are the greatest. updated ones. Joe Kim you Noah? Got, you kidding me? Don't get much better than that as far as Bull fandom goes. That's not a throwback, though. It's a literally, it was a, it's a current one that he still got. You know why it's not a throwback? Why? Because when free agency hits. Joe Kim Noah is going to be on the Bulls? No, because we, we drafted somebody that's, that it's looks very pretty similar. decent. Yeah, no, looks very decent. But NBA draft. It was uh, Thursday night. Long. I, I can't believe how long the NBA draft is at this point. Because Wold just tweeting. Five minutes before they announced the yeah. pick with the pick. That's what a, is that five minutes about? You know, this is what about. It's about the TV time. That's yeah, all we were talking about because I streamed it from HOH, and we were just in there like, we know Zion is the first pick, and they, they still get yeah. five mm-hmm. minutes. It's just because of the TV slots. So uh, I, I do think they need to readjust that. Um, there's no reason that the draft should be going on to 11 o'clock when it's starting at 730. That's yep. just uncalled for. Yep. And now that we have Woj, like you said, tweeting the stuff, it really don't make no sense. Um, so they do need to do something about that. But it is what it is. 
Um, definitely was a little boring because of that. And it's just like, I don't know. It, it, what they also need to fix is, since we know that technically the Pelicans don't have the fourth pick, but we know it's the Hawks pick, do not let DeAndre Hunter go on the stage with a Lakers hat on. My dad yeah. said that too. My dad had told me. Because while I'm streaming it, mm-hmm. all the fans are like, oh, so he's going here. He's going. And it's like, no, he's not going there. It could mm-hmm. be kind of confusing for a casual fan that's not work thinking about the intricates of different trades and stuff but even further than that for example larry marketing draft day he had a timberwolves hat on so i can't even bask in the fact that he was a bull from day one because it looked like he was a part of the timberwolves organization from day one so it's just different stuff like that especially when you when players know like they they know oh i'm rocking this hat but i have no um tie to this organization because Literally, they traded me. They right. traded the pick for my rights. So I don't want to have anything to do with this team. But instead, I got to rock this hat, shake the hand of the commissioner with this team logo on. And I don't like this team. Imagine having the Lakers hat on where you're going to Atlanta. Imagine yeah, having the Lakers hat on at all. We had dope hats, though. I think all of the hats yeah. were okay. Yeah, they, I, they, I like they, No, they were. They were. Yeah. Um, we're not going to go you know, pick by pick or what we think. But do y'all have some biggest winners <clears throat> or losers of this draft? Biggest winners is the same winners I had last year. Who's that? The Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Uh, everybody laughed at them last year because they traded Luca. I stood by them and gave them the winners. Shout out to all, you know, shout out to Baker because he sent me the DM of the audio of me calling them the win, the audio of me calling them the winners last year. And that is why they are the winners from last year and this year because they got the pick from Luca and they were able to take that pick with their current pick, move up to four. But they didn't give up 10. Yeah, they said at 10. And then drafted someone with some good-ass potential at 10. So, I mean, they're the winners. They took back Solomon Hill's contract. It was like, instead of giving you 10, we'll just give you 17. Mm-hmm. And then you keep 4 and 10. You got DeAndre Hunter. You got Cam Reddish. And even in the second round, you got Bruno Fernando, who some mm-hmm. people thought was a lottery pick. So, And he went to Maryland with Kevin Herter. So I like the Hawks because they had another, another strategy, and they went into it and executed it. Last year, they got Trey... Kevin Herter and Amari Spellman. They have this uh, Travis Schlink who put together the Warriors um, in the early stages. Is kind of doing the same thing here. And I just like it because you're executing a strategy in the game plan. And I like that you got Trey Young, ball dominant shooting point guard. You got John Collins who was outstanding last year. And now you just put two nice big wings who are going to be able to defend on the perimeter mm-hmm. and knock down shots while Trey Young is doing what he's doing because he's out of a pass. So. What kind of scares me with a team like that with so many young players is – I feel like some people might get left out of the development. You know, like some people, some of these young guys that need those minutes, NBA minutes to develop are going to be on the bench. And that's a bit scary for me. Uh, Well, they have a lot of wing players. They have a lot of wing players. They all can't play together. I'm sure Lloyd Pierce will figure out where they all play good amount of minutes. They have a small ball lineup where it's Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, and John The thing, like they do have a lot of small wings, but they're all young. Big wings, but small, small. Small yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they just have a lot of wings in general that can play those spots. Because mm-hmm. even like DeAndre Bembry is, but a, I, is yeah. a big wing that's still relatively young that's developing. But yeah, them taking them targets. I don't think he's going to be a part of their the future like Hunter and Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as long as they're getting the minutes, they'll be fine. I think they yeah, will. I the think they, they know what they're doing in the direction that they're trying to take. Mm-hmm. Even if they do have a lot of young players, some of them not paying out to be just full-time or like a starting players obviously but they might fill a role of a six man or maybe you know a, a hustle player off the bench yeah. so that's why i kind of like that they can grow together and learn the roles yeah like, i feel like there's a lot of minutes and they'll be able to spread it out i think that was i think that's why to me they're the big winners as far as 
executing what they want to get because DeAndre Hunter, he's going to be able to develop without anybody getting in anybody's way. Trey Young could be Trey Young without affecting DeAndre Hunter's development because DeAndre Hunter is not a guy that's ever going to have the ball and trying to take you off the dribble. He's going to spot up, make his shots when he gets the opportunities, and then play some defense. And then Cam Reddish. His, his role will be simplified. You don't have to put the pressure on him to come in and be the man and try to do too much after um, his, his, his year in college. He can come in and just take it easy. And if he succeed or over, over exceeds, then shit, good. And then Kevin Herter, again, another guy who could just spot up and, you know, play defense. I feel like they can all grow and develop together without getting in each other's way, which is definitely something that could, that could happen. Um, I was expecting more big winners? trades. More big trades? Like in which way? I thought Kevin Love was definitely going to get traded with that yeah. fifth pick for something yeah. um, to move. Wait, well, actually, I definitely thought Kevin Love was getting traded mm-hmm. that night, and, and for whatever situation what they got back, but he didn't. Yeah, I feel um, like he might get traded this offseason. I still think so too. The, so for the Cavs' sake, I think they should trade him because I don't. Were, they, I don't think he fits their timeline. They're, they're going to trade him eventually. Though this was a it was a top three heavy draft class, right? So the top uh, three not to would, me, not to me, not to me. So past that, I mean, we. Do you think just a lot of teams should have just went for best available, or do you think some should have went for fit? Because with Cleveland, they went with another point guard when they already had Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. Do you think they should have went with a strong guard because, like, Jared Culver? No. Because he literally went next. I think I think when you're in the lottery and you're in the early stages of a rebuild, which the Cavs are because they just were in the finals last year, um, going best available is the best that you can do. Yeah. Because maybe Colin, Colin Sexton had a decent rookie year, especially the second half. But we don't know if Colin Sexton is going to be a star. But if they believe that Darius Garland can be a star, then you draft him and then maybe you move Colin Sexton later. Or in their situation, they said they want to do a Dame-CJ situation and maybe they can play together, which would be hard because they're both even smaller than Dame and CJ. And we've seen teams try to do the two small guards before and it just doesn't work out. Dame and CJ is the only small guard duo to really work out in recent history. They're not really that small to me. They're 6'3 each. Because these dudes, six one. I give CJ 6'4". Yeah, at that because he's a, he's yeah CJ can be six four and he's long and like these dudes are literally point and CJ is a shooting guard mm-hmm. he's a shooting guard he's classified as a shooting guard we don't look at CJ and the, the Blazers like oh they have two point guards out there these are two point guards Colin Sexton has never been a shooting guard before Darius Garland has never been a shooting guard before right do you so, remember do you remember when I after maybe it was a preseason or summer league I was like um. I think that guy's not a point guard. He just has a point guard body. Talking about Colin Sexton, Colin yeah. Sexton like he looks like Monte Ellis. Not that they play the same, but they're both like six one, six two, but more of a shot taker than like yeah. a playmaker. That's gonna say they I still feel that way. could work together just because Colin Sexton is not much of a passer. I don't yeah. know. But what the he thing has, about like, Colin Sexton assists. is Colin Sexton also isn't a scorer. He's not CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum is a bucket getter. Can yeah. get you buckets and it's yeah. always it's definitely been different. Colin Sexton stepped it up and showed but that he could fill it up though. And he also on a team with nobodies. I mean, he also showed improvements though he shot pretty well for a rookie from three-point lane he's one of their best three-point shooters maybe he could get to that point he was on he was oh, only it was only his rookie season right um I, I don't know if he will either but they're still a, like what is he 20 years old at this point mm-hmm. yeah. so there is a chance where he gets becomes more efficient or he gets better his iq gets a little bit better when it comes to on the court um i i just don't understand i just i just don't know i don't know if it'll work out and if it doesn't then you trade one of them i, I don't and think it's gonna, gonna be that they're simple. going to kyle is gonna have to be traded eventually unless he just Unless Darius Garland comes in and is, is just not better than him as the lead guard. If Colin Sexton shows that he's the better lead guard of the two, then you might have to move away from Darius Garland. But then I don't know how you would move away from him 
because his his stock will be less because it's like, damn, y'all drafted him at five when y'all had an opportunity to get Culver and all, uh, Reddish, other guys, but y'all still took him, and he now y'all trying to trade him. His stock won't be as high. But they're still – I had them as, as winners um, because of what they did later on. They got Dylan Windler out of Belmont, one of the best three-point shooters in here. He reminds me of uh, um, Joe Ingles. And then at 30, they got Kevin Porter. Mm-hmm. So uh, – so out of USC, and he was a projected top five pick at the beginning of the season. He had some injuries and some off the court issues, so he slipped. And we've seen a lot of slippage in his draft. This is one of the yeah, most we weirdest did. drafts yeah. ever. And I I couldn't put out a mock draft because I was going to on the beginning of Thursday, but I couldn't put it out because so many trades was happening that it was like it changes. You know what I mean? If a team has now instead of having four. The Pelicans would have eight. And I knew the Pelicans wouldn't draft that four, but I, I didn't know where they would be. I thought they were going to be at 10. But it was just like so much movement. But, yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, we might as well address it right now. Uh, Cam Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was also streaming. I was streaming on Twitch when this happened. And as a guy that doesn't watch much college basketball, I know the name. Um, I know he was one of the, the more knockdown shooters in college basketball. We saw him at the, the draft lottery in a car. He was scrunched up because he's so tall or whatever. So I knew he was a great shooter. But when they drafted him, I was like, wait, ain't that too high? Then I went through every mock draft I could find. ESPN, CBS. Probably 20, 21. The highest I saw him was 33, and that was the ringer. And the fact that they drafted him at, what, 11 is crazy. And what's also crazy. 33? The, for the ringer That's the highest I saw oh, Well you looked at the ringer Yeah I looked at the ringer right. So What's also crazy about that It's not that he was drafted Who knows He can be a great player for them not, No big deal that they drafted him there But the things that led up to it With the TJ Warren trade Literally getting yeah. no assets back And you're like Okay maybe they're trying yeah, to free up TJ Warren And the 30 pick 32nd pick 30 or something second, like that six. And you're like Okay maybe they're freeing up draft space Or they're freeing up cash space Because they want D'Angelo Russell Cool And then they make the trade to pick up Dario Saric, who's got money guaranteed this year. And then they do the trade to pick up Aaron Baines. So that money that you thought was going to potentially go to D'Angelo Russell to get them a point guard is no longer there. And I got this article from The Athletic. Shout out to, to The Athletic again. Shout out to the guy that gave us The Athletic. But th- he, this is what it says. Um, this gives the Suns $14 million in cap space without their lower-end free agents. That's, with, that's if they bring back Kelly Oubre. But if they let Kelly Oubre walk, it is 23.8, which is still not going to be enough to get D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. So you draft a, a guard. I mean, you draft a small four who's already older than Devin Booker, which is crazy. He's already older than Devin Booker. He's had multiple hip injuries in his career. And what does a team look like next year? They don't have a PG. So we got Devin Booker. Let's say Kelly Oubre comes back because he seemed like a Valley boy. Then they have um, Dario and DeAndre Aiden. That's cool and all. But how much better is that than last year? What is the direction of this organization? I literally don't know. They have Ty Jerome, right? Is he probably going to start? Hell no. They Hell do have him. no. He will not. Because no. Tyler Johnson, they're trying to move Tyler Johnson. What's, what's going to happen, gonna happen is probably. The, the way they're going to try to make yeah. up more money. <laughs> that is 20 mil on his contract. He's going to opt in. They're going to do the stretch provision on Tyler Johnson. And they're right. going to try to trade Josh Jackson. That's their plan. But the thing about these draft picks is that when you – cool, you get sorry. I like Sarek in the front court next yeah. to eight. Same. I like yeah, that. I do too. So – now you have the 11th pick. If you really want a Cam Johnson, you take that 11th pick and you, you move drop back. It. Yes. Yeah. The highest I've seen Cam, Cam Johnson going is 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Philly moved their pick, they were like, um, no, not Philly, the Thunder. They were like, the yeah, Thunder the could Thunder be, like he could be a wing that could shoot the three. And then I've seen him at 24 to the Sixers because he can go there and shoot the ball and maybe 25th to the, the Blazers. Um, but you can move. My point is, 
Kobe's re- Kobe White's reaction to his own teammates. <laughs> <laughs> That's my PG right there. It tells you everything because it's like why, Cam Johnson probably got that phone call. It's like, huh? That's love. Yeah. Huh? Y'all see it? Y'all, this is the right Cam Johnson? Because like at 11, <laughs> you could really trade. You could have traded back to somebody that had two Definitely. picks later, and you could have still got him. He was going to be available. But he still can come in and be a difference maker. Like Kenny said, he could be a great fit for them because mm. he can shoot the three. He can play off the ball. He kind of knows who he is. That's why that, one of the best yeah. things about drafting these older guys is they kind of right. pretty much know who they are. Yep. And they um, also start kind of grow up and develop yeah. into those bigger bodies. Yeah, and season. that's why they come yeah. in, you know, not too bad of a defender, right just away. confident with their jump yeah. shot. I think they said he was the oldest guy drafted the other night. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I talked crazy. to him at the combine. And I asked, because I was asking everybody what's something that they might um, not have been able to show in college that they'll think that they can show in the NBA. He taught me nothing. He think he showed everything in college because he played for five years. And he right. was the only player with that answer. Everybody else said something. Like, I yeah. asked Tyler Hero, he's like, you know, in college, I didn't get a chance to put the ball on the floor and pick a roll. I feel like I could showcase that more. I asked a uh, Kyle Guy who was – I asked a lot of different people, and they all had an answer. He was the only one that didn't have an answer, which can be a good and bad thing because – you know, like I said, he knows himself. Same thing with Ty Jerome. You got Ty Jerome at 24. I believe Ty Jerome would have been there later. <laughs> I really do. We're talking about a draft that Ball Ball went 44. Keldon Johnson went 29th. Kevin Porter Jr. went 30th. Like, Nasir Little went 25th to the Blazers. Shout out to the Blazers. I think that's a good pickup. That is a that he. He's, he's like a, a winner. He's one of my winners. Nasir, not, not the team, yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Because for him to fall... Is one thing. It's like, damn, I'm falling. But you fail to the Blazers. That's a great situation. For him to be <laughs> you know in. what the Blazers need? Wing players. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean. That's <laughs> and he perfect. seems like he fit, he's going to fit right in perfect. He's going to fit into that Aminu role. But, um, and I think Aminu's money's up this year. Yep. Evan yeah. Turner's money's up next year. So, the Blazers it's going to be minutes there for you. It's going to be minutes there for you, Nazir. The Suns really, uh, really, really. It's just a hair scratcher. Yeah. It's um, a hair scratching. And it's funny, it's coming from the team that we question their draft selections every year. Yeah. yeah. And then they do it again, yeah. once again. Yeah. Because if that was the case to me, you you should have just stayed at you should have stayed at six. I I was a fan of the trades. Um At six, I, if you get Culver, are you just moving Booker to one? I wouldn't have I would have probably went Kobe White. Well, good thing they didn't stay at six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I like the trade because like, I like that front court now. I like mm-hmm. Sar, uh, the Timberwolves, I like that trade for them because they weren't using Sark anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Culver, they need guard play. Uh, he, he what Culver can be is a younger version of Jimmy what, what they had in Jimmy Butler. I think that's what um that's what the comparison. That's what Chauncey right. said. And, yeah, yeah, can we talk about Chauncey because that comparison was ass. Yes, yeah. he, he does ass every year. So there, there was two of them that was like I can see that right. I think he said Cam Reddish, Paul George at his well, absolute yeah. tier. Yeah, that's how I seen oh, that too. Some of those were kind of like it was just stretched out. Saku, yes, Saku Dabaye. Is that who he was compared to? No, oh, Ryu Hachimura yeah, was Kawhi Leonard. Yes. And you know what made it even worse is number four, Darius um, DeAndre Hunter was Jay Crowder. Everybody else in the lottery got superstar all star players, but this guy got Jay Crowder. I'd be sick to my stomach if I was him or a Cavs fan. Yeah, Take him off the telecast. Get him uh, out of there. For for first for like some of these first early ones, they had it on NBA TV, which is all, never watch a draft on NBA TV. I also heard somebody say that. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get what I heard them doing. say that on their live on his live. Yeah, I don't know what I didn't know what they was doing. They kind of didn't show the draft. They was like interviewing kids in the same. Like it was it was oh, just weird. weird. And so then um, Josh had to go get the thing on ESPN. And by the time we got to ESPN is when I heard Roger Humora to Kawhi Leonard. So I didn't even know he said that about Jared Culver. But yeah, um, I, so I like that for them. Um, the Timberwolves got a decent lot of wings too now. 
since they got Robert Covington, Josh mm-hmm. Kogi mm-hmm. off the bench, yep. along with A. Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they got Jericho. We, we know the rumors about Wiggs yeah. at the yeah. moment. We, the rumors. Yeah, they're trying to. That. I don't know. Room, more rumors that's going to steer up in my mind is right here. You got at 18, the Pacers took Goga Badazzi. So, I mean, they had Sabonis and they had Miles Turner, and they, they took a center with the 18th overall mm-hmm. pick. So... I heard Miles Turner name uh, in rumors with the Pelicans for that fourth pick. They were saying, like, yep. would they do, like, an exchange about that? So, I don't know. Mar- Miles Turner is going to be on the move. I know after next year, Sabonis is going to be a restricted free agent. You're going to have to pay him some money. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if he's going to be on the move. But I know that they made that move in selection for a reason. Yeah. You know, you three centers. Sabonis and Miles Turner didn't play many minutes yeah, together yeah. because it's they can't. Because Sabonis plays so well without him. Exactly. So the trade was a W eventually when it got Victor Depot and Sabonis because both of them turned out to be very good. But like if they don't fit together, then you got to move on from one before it's too late. And, I, and maybe I would choose Miles Turner. You think so? Yeah. His shot block. Is I think very, he's. I think he is an, an underrated player. He is. But I was listening to Bill Simmons' show. You know, Bill Simmons has some insider to some some front offices and stuff. He said he talked to some front office guys and they had deals about to be made. But the time ran out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they get five minutes per choice. And he said, like, deals were on the table uh, that they couldn't figure out because they only had five minutes, which is crazy because I think five minutes is a long time for, like, the us. I, I mean, we complained yeah. about it earlier of it being a long draft. And then trying to make a trade in five minutes. Yeah. It, that, that's, you got to yes. really, like, look into it and don't want to make a mistake. And and then there was also a trade. This is not from Bill Simmons, this part. But there was also a trade that was uh, leaked um, of Kevin Love to the Pels. Instead of that Jackson pick, Jackson Hayes pick, mm-hmm. it would have been Kevin Love going to New Orleans and Jackson Hayes, or that pick, Staying going to, to Cleveland. To Cleveland. Right. Yeah. That wouldn't have been bad. Yeah. That wouldn't have been bad. Because they that were looking for stretch bigs for Zion to play yeah. alongside. I like so. that. And that, we can go over them because they had a lot of picks. Uh, Zion Williamson at one, mm-hmm. Jackson Hayes at eight. Um, a guy who I compare to Drew Holiday on my thing, best case scenario, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Shea's cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they had they had some things going on for them. Um, Do you think they could have found a better a better big than Jackson Hayes? No, I like the, just I like, at the time. I like the Jackson Hayes pick. What scares me? I mean, again, I don't watch much college basketball, yeah, that's what but I'm him saying. being someone that can't shoot, I just think Zion's going to need so much shooting around him because yeah, I don't know right. if he'll ever develop into a good shooter. Mm-hmm. I and, think he'll be a decent shooter. He'll be okay. I, what I like about the Timberwolves picks though is, like I said, I can't say they got they're going to be running up the court. You mean Pelicans? Yeah, yeah, the Pelicans. They're going to be running up the court, and I think having a center that can run the floor and get the ball from Lonzo or Zion is going to help them, mm-hmm. even if he can't help them as much in the half court. Yeah, if he, if, if you're not going to be able to get a center that can shoot, at least just get somebody that can run and beat other bigs up the floor and yeah. block shots. Uh, Jackson Hayes, he actually showed potential in having a, maybe developing the shot. His, he got a smooth looking jumper. Um, he played football for most of his life, so I know his mechanics oh and all God. those type of things. What is he? Yeah. He's seven foot. Uh, he's playing football. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ! You know he was out there just, <laughs> just raising his hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was not a fan of the Washington Wizards at nine. Yeah, not me. Rudy Howard. I was not a but, fan of that. But apparently he's Kawhi Leonard. So. I, I, I was not a fan of that. Uh, Bro, they just sons. they they don't know what the direction is. Yeah, because John Wall, mm-hmm. Bradley <laughs> Beal, they're trying to. That was Bradley Beal on the phone. Like, give me yeah. that guy from Gonzaga. <laughs> Bradley Beal trying to get traded. Well, I don't know if he's trying to, but they're probably looking to move Bradley Beal and start a rebuild. But I think that they're doing the exact opposite. You think they're gonna try to say because he's only twenty six and they're like, oh, he's he's the one thing that we have that the fans still like. Depending on who the GM is, that they might try to come and trade because they hell they, yeah, he has, whoever the GM. Turns out to be he's going to come into such a tough situation that he's going to have to yeah. trade him. Yeah, I think Wall ain't going to be there. He's a big asset too, and if you could trade him and get some nice pieces in return, mm-hmm. now you have a started a good starting point for your you rebuild. You could have got 
what the Pelicans got for Anthony Davis, but a little less. Like they got those mm-hmm. all those future picks and things. But you could have got like you might not would have got. Maybe you didn't get Lonzo or you know you might have got. BI you probably wouldn't have got one of the young fours, pieces. But I mean, Bi four is decent for the Wizards. You got Bi four and you would have still had your ninth pick. That's a little decent startup. Um, so. I think, and then the Spurs. Y'all let the Spurs get Kelvin Johnson at twenty nine, which is crazy. And never, in, never in my mind did I think Jordan Poole will be drafted before Kelvin Johnson. Ty Jerome drafted before Kelvin Johnson. Grant Williams drafted before. Shout out to Grant Williams. He had a good combine when we were there, but he also was like he looked like he was six four trying to play power forward in the post. I know what is he like six seven realistically, but yeah. he looked very small out yeah. there. I know but a lot swole. of people. people People love that he was a winning player in Tennessee and things like that. And he he has a chance to maybe do some things. But there's also a chance that he don't do shit. <laughs> just realistically. Just being realistic. Uh, Brandon Clark failed tw- to 21 with the, the That's Grizzlies. such a great pickup. I, I love what the Grizzlies are doing. We talked about Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm. in a previous podcast about how he's going to be that new modern center, modern center that you won't have to take off the floor or be a liability for you. Then you get your point guard of the future with John Morant. Um, then now you have Brandon Clark who... He blocked more shots than he missed last year. That that is, I've never heard. Oh, is that like real? That. Yes. That, dang. They're trying to bring that grit and grind back to Memphis. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a modern grit and grind. I know. He he blocked more shots than he missed an entire season. Yeah. What do you have? Like three blocks. That is inc- that is Probably. insane. Yeah, I seen I seen he has some crazy defensive stats. He reminds me Hard. He would, mm-hmm. he's a monster in the paint. Derek, him, and, him and Zion. I mean, that's going to be a nice little safety net. Efficiency in, in, that's going to uh, be a, a nice safety net for John Morant because he's yeah. got to kind of grow as a defender. Mm-hmm. So he's probably going to let you know the lead guards kind of blow I past. I love him. what the Grizzlies. So doing. they he's going to have some some nice defender. And people. if they bring back guy like um, Delon Wright because mm-hmm. he can run the two, or he put, put him alongside um, Javon Carter. Yeah, like his he, he you can hide John Morant's defense early while he develops it. So that's good. It's going to be a crazy defensive traded, team. They traded Marcus Gasol, mm-hmm. and he was going to have like a $22 million option. They traded Conley and his $30 million. Chandler Parsons is on last year of his deal. Next year, that's $25 million. But this, this pick, it was – the 21 pick was the Mike Conley deal, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. It was the Mike Conley deal, and then they flipped it with the Thunder because the Thunder had the Right, team. right. Okay. And then um, you brought back Jay Crowder and Corver. Last year, their deals, they're like seven and a half each, just like 15 million. You got 12 million this year because Avery Bradley is on a team option. I know they're not, they're not that picking that up. They're and not then picking Jonas Valanciunas opted out to, to restructure the deal, but they, there's a chance that they don't restructure it. Because that's so, what Al Horford just yeah. did. <laughs> and I saw something Jonas Valanciunas was saying he need Mike Conley. Like he makes me better. I mm-hmm. need him. And so he's going. Now, I don't know how he's going to feel about that. And then you got to, you got to, like they did a good job of getting young. High potential guys like Jaron Jackson and John Morant, but then the later picks, they got seasoned guys who can come in and be effective early. So you got mm-hmm. Javon Carter who can come in and be a defense. He knows who he is. Dylan Brooks is a player that came in and kind of knew who he was right away. Um, they got Grayson Allen in the Mike Conley trade. They got three first round picks essentially right. for Mike Conley. You got yeah. Grayson Allen, who was last year's first round pick. You got this year's first round pick, and you got a future first round pick yep. for a guy. This, this team turned around knew, quick. You just a year ago, it was like this is going to be literally like a one year rebuild for this team before they you just find out who they are and get back to growing. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and now they it, got all these young and pieces. And then they got the line right. And then they got the line right. Yeah. Which is crazy because last year they started off incredible too. Mm. They were they were one of the yeah, best yeah. teams. In the league. Yeah, they did. Um, Derek, your guy got drafted. Nicholas Claxton. Exactly. Going to Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure it was Brooklyn. And that's going to be a perfect fit. He's going to be a great backup to Jared Allen. I think it's going to be a great fit for him. And then the other guy, Shaylock, 
Mario say like these are just guys me and Derek were talking about from the draft combine he just played very well and I think he was like oh yeah. he looked like a spur he looked like a spur fundamentally he I, I think sound. he went to Detroit so I don't I don't know if any of these players will end up anything but just being at the combine we saw him live and we we kind of enjoy how the, the way they play I think Saxon could be a great um role player I think so too mm. I think so too. He seemed like Claxton. yeah, definitely Claxton, a high energy my bad. guy. Claxton, my bad. Yeah, definitely high energy guy. And then he said when he was drafted, like everybody's looking at me as a project, but I'm going to come in and prove that I'm not a project. I'm like, you can take you. It's okay with being a project. No, I think he said he's going to be a project that can play. Yes, project yeah. that can play. That that's exactly what he said. Project that can play. And I think the um the lady interview him was like, put that on a t shirt yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Matisse Stiebel to the Sixers. Shout out to Matisse Stiebel, man. Was sad they didn't need shooting, but yeah, that was so sad. They, why did they? I don't know. Maybe he wanted to just maybe represent. I don't pers- personally. I'm I'm okay with interviewing. Let's say Mike just got drafted. And I asked you, how did you get here? What motivated you? And he'll say something like for um, Kobe White. He said for my father. He yeah, did it yeah, for his nice. father. I hate the idea of of talking about. The deceased dead ones, unless yeah. they're the one to say that. For example, yeah. like I know a lot of people play or do the things they do because their parents passed away. Like that's a great motivator. But at the end of the day, that's just not something I want to put into. They their did mind. a whole special yeah. on him too about it, so maybe it is something he was open with. If that's the case, yeah. then yes, I'm a cool with that. But he said he rocks number four for his mom who passed away. May she rest in peace. But it's retired in Philly, so he's gonna have to switch to four four or something like that. No, he's doing two two. He's doing two two because it. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Kobe White. Kobe White and y'all got Daniel Gafford. I'm a fan of Daniel Gafford. I know yeah. y'all might not be that familiar. I'm in too after watching the highlights. He was <laughs> first round pick. All the highlights be making everybody look like That's they got some game. But his highlights felt a little different because they yeah. were more high energy plays. And they were more like impactful plays. Yes. Yeah. Like that one play that I retweeted where he's like, Gafford with his seventh block. And then he goes down court and throws <laughs> down a windmill in transition. I'm like, seven blocks and athletic count me in. Because yeah, Cristiano like, Felicio yeah. should be off this team. I don't even know why we paid him that much. That's what Y'all were saying that. I was so happy when he got the right. Guys, I don't see, like, Ty Jerome went before Daniel Gafford. Grant Williams went before Daniel Gafford. Like, I, I just don't. The Bulls' backcourt is going to be something exciting with you know Kobe White and Zach Levine. What scares me, though, what? is that Jim Boylan plays with some of the slowest pace in the league. But he's going to have to change. He's got, he has to. If you have Kobe White. And Zach Levine, Levine. Otto Porter. <laughs> you better be no. running. But the reason At least be I, average. I like this for Kobe White is because, again, you're going into a situation where not he's going to be – it's going to be expectations. Things are going to be asked of him. But you have Zach Levine, Laurie Mark, and Wendell Carter, Otto Porter. So it isn't like they have to rely on him. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's the, that's he's the going to be way Mike more comfortable. Make for the Suns about not trading for, like, Mike Conley and just using your pick, which – <laughs> they would have been better off trading for Mike Conley. <laughs> but then again, they'd had that 30 minute. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, There's a lot of question marks with that team right now. Yeah. Uh, that's why our Knicks, everybody trying to talk about the Knicks. The Nick, Nick, Knicks. We, y'all might miss out. Y'all, y'all did all that talking. But keep that money because guys like Devin Booker, they're about to start getting pissed off and about to be asking to be. Let now is Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> Put the no, Photoshop no. in right now. It ain't Devin no, Booker. Okay, I'm just okay. giving an example. No, no, I see. No, no. I, always, I understand what you're saying. I, people, be like, people always ask me, like, what we going to do is if we have to spend our money this mm, year. Yeah. As if, like, free agency just stops after this year. Mm. Guys are not going to be continue requesting trades. Report came out that they got Evan. They got they gave Anthony Davis a pitch to come back to them next season. Wouldn't that be funny if y'all traded all that for Anthony Davis and he just ends up in New York anyway? <laughs> and don't, don't, that's got to happen for me to worry about it first. Okay. That's got to happen. Yeah. 
<sighs> all in all, it was a good draft. It was a very confusing draft. Uh, Who gave up four second-round picks? Is that Cleveland? Didn't they give up four second-round picks? Who did they draft in the second round? Hold on. Uh, boo, 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 boo. Maybe it wasn't. Somebody gave up four second-round picks to for move who? up. For, uh, to move up? To move up in the second round. It was high second round. And I'm like, four? Was, yeah, that's like kind of a the, lot. The Kings are the closest to have four. They have go, go back Go back up to the top again. I don't remember who it was now that I'm looking at it. But somebody gave up four second round picks to move up. That guy better fucking ball. Isaiah First, Roby, somebody we liked at the Combine. Yep. Also went to the yeah. Mavericks. Ball, ball, went to 44. Shout out to Denver for continuing their tradition of getting projects. That says a lot that he went to 44. Oh, Tremont Waters. That was a guy I liked because yeah, he didn't want the same size. And, uh, Jordan Ball, you liked him. Because mm-hmm. he was super athletic. So. But 44, mm-hmm. that says a lot. To not go lottery, to the, not go on the 20 is crazy, but to go 44 is something we don't know. Yeah. It just seems like. His medical report has got to be crazy. Yeah. I think people do, I think they don't want to risk that body types. Yeah. Why, I, at the chance, you got this is the second round. Hey, yeah, it, I, if the Bulls would have picked him at thir- picked him at thirty eight, I would have been cool too. Right, I would have been cool. It's not much of a chance there. No, I'm talking about why he fell. So how he did? I'm saying the same thing. He it's just because he's injured. But I'm yeah, saying it's like, gotta be injured. If you're true. the if you're the Kings at forty, yeah, I, take that's what I'm saying. A lot. I see what you mean because a lot of teams could have just took that chance. Yeah, Atlanta could have even took that chance yeah. if they really wanted to. Trey Young tweeted, "Please don't yeah. let Bobo yeah. fall to yeah. us." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's a GG." But yeah. then they got Bruno Fernando, which is crazy. Yeah, I was surprised that the Warriors didn't pick him up. Yeah, at all teams, I thought they chances. were the ones. They, they, they do literally right. had the 39th pick and the 41st when they said no both times. And that then, is wild. I've heard of that Pascal guy, but I've never yeah, heard of that Allen. I've never heard of that guy. So he's foreign as well. I, overall, I think that this draft was great. Um, shout out. I keep forgetting her name. The one that did the interview. She was great. KZ Okpala. Heat. A lot of people wanted Carson Edwards. Uh, we'll see. He's, what scares me is that he's bow-legged. <laughs> he just, it just looks weird. But he's a bucket, when, though. I just hate when people just get obsessed with, yeah, with people that, that are a bucket in college. Because, like, that don't mean nothing. Jimmy was, was a bucket. Doug that's McDermott. Was. They, Doug McDermott was a bucket. buckets. Unless they're a 19-year-old freshman that's a bucket. Calm down. You know, it's, a, it's hit or miss. Carson Edwards is going to be a hit or miss. He's going to be have a lot of opportunity in Boston. It could be a hit. <laughs> Imagine if he takes Terry Rozier's spot. He's going to be sick. But he can. All, I don't want Boston fans to riot if he don't do shit and they like on his ass. But it's expectations would just be crazy. But yeah, that was a good draft. Um, shout out to my Knicks. I'm happy with everything personally. Uh, R.J. Barrett and Ignace. From Michigan, he was one of the best. Lakers snuck, snuck in there and got that second round pick. Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. Uh, Chicago's very own. That's a, that should be who you're rooting for, not yeah. that guy that wears a number twenty three. You don't even know his name, do you? The guy we drafted. Yeah. I think his last name is Tucker. It is. Eee, you were at the combine. Eee, I was man, the combine. Yeah, so shout out to Taylor. But I don't know. You weren't there for day he two. Working with my little bro. I mean, Sean Love and my little bro. So that's that's always decent. We rooting for him. Anybody, any of your teams? Are you happy with the Spurs? Any of your teams? <laughs> yeah, I was happy with Nazir Nazir from um for Portland. I'll see a little. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna be a great fit for us. I think so. Um, Should y'all bring back Aminu now? No, because yeah. he legit. I don't. Aminu can be like a four. Right, he can He does right. play the four, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like I'm more comfortable with Mo Harkless. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I, I feel like I more hard is more way. solid. I mean, me too. I'm the exact opposite. But I'm gonna take your word for it because you probably watched more of them than I did this year. This year, because um, Amino at some point wasn't even playable. Well, they both weren't. They like the they same. Both they're like the same player almost. Yeah. So I don't need both of them. But if I had to choose one, I would go Mo. 
Man, I was about to ask something else Shout before the Magic. Chuma Okiki at 16. That was, I, was I heard that was a reach too, yeah. I uh, could have traded back to get him because he's not even going to play next year. <laughs> I'm excited to go to Summer League, though, to see some of this. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Uh, I'm excited to see Zion live. I'm, I'm ready to throw 1,000 on black when we get to Summer League. Y'all yeah, with that? Do, I'm not with that. <laughs> not with that? <laughs> I'm not with that, but you could be with that. I'm joking. I would never do something that that um crazy. So for the second half of the show, we're going to talk about free agency. Oh, um, that's I, my favorite. I have the top free agents, and we're going to give our predictions of where they're going to sign and for what reasons. First, the top free agents this year. That's my favorite. Um, we're best friends. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Did y'all see Chucky? No, I haven't no, not yet. I ain't seen the new Chucky just yet. But part of me don't want to see it. You're my best friend, Kenny. Let's talk about free agency, right? <laughs> that movie's always killed me because it's like a, a grown man. Like, no, a grown man yeah, would have okay. just took that doll right out. Right? A grown man right, would have took a, that doll right doll. out. Okay. Kevin Durant. Who's got the first prediction for Kevin Durant's free agency? Obviously, it's up in the air with him tearing his. Achilles tearing his Achilles in the finals, um, so he won't be there for mostly of next season, probably Knicks. the entirety. Mm-hmm. Knicks, I, I figured that you'd probably guess the Knicks. I, no, I'm just saying the Knicks because I mean I don't know what's going on in Golden State. Um, I'm hearing about the sign and trade. That's just stupid to me. I don't mm-hmm. think he would want to put the Knicks in a situation where they would have to give up talent if he just want to go there anyway. Right. Uh, just go there, let these young guys build some um, some stock to potentially trade their ass when you come back if that's what you want to do. Um, and then start recruiting. You can start. It's hard. You can't recruit for the Knicks if you're just going to be with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So whatever, even if you don't go to the Knicks, if you want to go to the Nets, like if just go there so you can already start recruiting and being around a city and just being around an organization and putting your influence in it while you because he's Kevin Durant. We y'all know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. So he can do a lot. He can be powerful and a lot influential while hurt instead of just sitting around. On the the Warriors team mm-hmm. that he's trying to leave anyway, it just don't make sense. I yeah. think he's gonna stay with the Warriors. I think they're gonna max him and Clay this summer. Ooh, I got. Well, we him. know they're gonna max him, but yeah, I got him. Except I got him going to the Knicks. Ooh. He, he they, it's just so hard because it, it basically all starts with him. Even though he's still hurt, yeah. it all starts where where he goes. Kind of starts. He's like the balance of power. And then they, the Nets saying they, that they don't have that much interest in Kyrie if they bring him up That's himself. Mm-hmm. So now could Kevin Durant be like, yo, they ain't even really on it. When you come up, we got R.J. Barry, let him win a rookie of the year, then we can trade us and have some Bradley Bill. All y'all are making good points. I was thinking, no disrespect to R.J. I, I was I thinking like Brooklyn. I was thinking Brooklyn. It's either one but of the it, New it's, York it's teams. the package. It's the package of the deal, right? If Kevin Durant's not going there, then Brooklyn's bringing back Russell West, um, um, D'Angelo Russell. Brooklyn would be my guess. Next guy, Kawhi Leonard. Don't Brooklyn got more to do to get both of them? Yes, they would have to free up some more space. Yep, they'd have to move move Musa and either Joe Harris or Spencer. Because I think they're just short of what they would need yeah. for yes. them to they're max them out short. too. They're so just they short, to so they would just need a move. combination of those. Kawhi Leonard, I got him going to the Clippers though. I got him staying in Toronto. Me I think too. I think they got there was too much there, like the camaraderie and everything of that team. I feel Mike, like it's just three, beautiful. Two, one, up top. I got him. Going, I got him going to. The I feel like he he's all, he doesn't need to like accomplish that anymore. He doesn't need to go back. I think he just needs to do what personally works best for him. I just think it's hard to win a championship with a team like that and then just leave. I Nobody's ever I, done it before. I think it's the opposite. I think it's I think it's easy because he was only there for one year. Now, mm-hmm. if, if he'd been there for a bunch of years and oh, he's a savior of the, the whole country, then cool. But I mean, the fact that he was just there for one year, 
You have you the know? whole country behind and him. And he did win the championship. I think it's harder to leave when you lose it because it's like, damn. Yeah, we were he just right there. Then he left. Yeah, I, I think, think it's much easier to leave. You gave, They can't be mad at you. They can't be because you no. gave them what they wanted. Exactly. So now this is the time to leave. And he's won championships. He's got this thing where everybody's on his ass right now as the guy. He finals MVP twice. He has two rings. Now he can just go home. Then Vince Carter. Home. And it's not like he can't be competitive with the Clippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can come to Clippers so and they're immediately a you playoff You can go team. home, be competitive, get your bag. Be the best team in L.A. Oh, like, come on, bro. And you're going to go head-to-head mm. with Ron and them? And if you, if you top them, it's like, damn, he really that dude. But if you don't, it's like, well, they have Anthony Davis and LeBron. They're supposed <laughs> to do anyway, so it's a win-win. What if Kawhi Leonard wanted to do a LeBron and just kill the East for a decade? Yeah. He can. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. For a decade. Oh, I'm exaggerating, oh. but like, yeah, what if he old. just wanted to continue to kill the East? Because if he goes out West, that's just it's we have to agree. Yeah, yeah it, it's a lot more competition. Right. But he's going to be home, and he and he's not in a position where he has to win. Like he he's need he, mm-hmm. everybody needs as many championships as they can get. Don't get me wrong, but it's different from when you already have. Two right, that level of zero. pressure, that level of pressure for that team to succeed, it just kind of disappears. Obviously, they're going to be in the playoffs and they're going to be a contender. But if they fall short of that championship, it's not like nobody's going to be like. It's the blame game on him. The the reason, oh, the thing that makes me upset about the Raptors fans at this moment is every time he's in public, they're sneaking pictures of the man. He was yeah. at Home Depot, Home Depot buying boxes. boxes. Yeah. And they're like, what does this mean? He's got boxes. <laughs> moving boxes. <laughs> moving boxes. Like, yeah, and moving. then he was eating he dinner. He could be moving in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> he was eating dinner and somebody snapped a picture over their shoulder, bro. That would be the most weirdest thing to me in the world. I'm sure if you walked up to Kawhi and say, congratulations, can I get a quick pick? He'll probably just say yes. But the whole sneaking around thing, nobody likes that. Nobody likes when you yeah, sneak know that famous that famous video of that, that fan trying to sneak a, a video of Kobe while he eating dinner. Oh, yeah. And Kobe, and Kobe just looked at him. Yeah. With that, that mom was still. Because Kobe's was Yeah, that's disrespectful. Too. Like, yeah, it's, it's so everybody get a position. I said Toronto. Derek said Toronto. And y'all said Clippers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next guy on the list is... Kyrie Irving. Um, there was reports that came out recently that he hated living in Boston, everything about it, and then eventually he got into it with, with Brad Stevens and with Danny Ainge and then the rest of the team, as we knew. And so, he ghosted them. He ghosted them. Which I don't, I don't even understand anyway. If I'm a free agent, I'm not about to be around a facility getting massages and in your face. We're not going to be having dinner. What's your prediction? Um, Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn has made too much. I think they got themselves in too deep. I think uh, the, just just the whole idea of, of him being there and how interested they were is now kind of makes it weird with D'Angelo Russell. Because it's like if you bring D'Angelo Russell back, I mean, they can because they have his they can match anything. So it's like right. they don't don't matter what yeah. you want to do, they can match it. But it's just that I don't I don't know I don't like that that weirdness and that awkwardness. It's, it kind of feels like D'Angelo Russell is just a straight up free agent. Like he, yeah. we, everybody's putting them on these different teams and things. The Lakers are going to have a meeting with him and all type of shit. <laughs> it's just like all over the place. It really feel like you're a free agent because everybody is so sure that Kyrie's going to the Knicks. They had him at the forty forty or whatever mm-hmm. with the team, and they was partying. It's just weird. So I think he's going to go there. Um, but the Nets have also just said that they're losing interest in him without KD. Without KD. Which is, goes to show that teams don't want Kyrie to be their number one That's option. what I'm saying. I, I wonder, think we saw, right, we saw that that's not I wonder if that plays a part in his decision-making. If he if he sees a consensus around the league that he can't do it by himself, that may influence him to go somewhere. Like, to, LA. like in L.A. Yeah. 
I'm not jumping on that bandwagon, but I'm saying I, I feel like it could play say, a part. I, was, in I don't think it's even y'all that have a possible. lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're still Unless trying to trade move LeBron, around. so it could be AD and Kyrie. <laughs> no, <laughs> you wouldn't do that. No, trade LeBron to the Pelicans for Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. That's a good package. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Bro. I wonder how interested Kyrie would be to do something left field. But then again, he's not because he's, he wants to live somewhere he can. I was about to say, like, Indiana, Indiana has 32 yeah, mil. But Indiana, he don't want if you ain't like Boston, you're not going to like Indiana. Right. Yeah. No disrespect to Indiana. He did live in but Cleveland for it's what, a little six bit more years? smaller. And when he couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> and then as soon as he put the list together, he had LA teens in New York. So, <clears throat> so yeah. I'm doing some math. And if the Nets um, say all that shit about that, then he'll probably just come to New York. We'll free up some space for you. My prediction is Brooklyn. Like I said, I think it's going to be a package deal. I think it's going to be a package deal. Next guy is Kimball Walker. He's resigning, dog. Yeah. yeah. Supermax. He's resigning. That's it. I don't even think he, he'll take the Supermax. He did say he'll take less. Yeah, you're right. That's insane to me that he would go out there and take less. I think well, he's for a team that's not even going to do anything with that money. I agree. I, you hit it right on the head, Mike. I think he <laughs> They're not even going to do anything. I think he should get it. I don't think he will, but I think he should because I'm not, I'm not saving you no money if you're just going to put Cody Zeller and uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist around me. <laughs> well, they <laughs> got um, PJ Washington you, now, you so they cool. They not cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like PJ Washington. He's he pretty cool. undersized, isn't he? He'd be cool. Know. I just know um, he got drafted there. And it's the Hornets, so he's probably not going to be that good. Probably. It's yeah, still a chance. Because yeah, it's the Hornets. Because yeah. it's the Hornets. It's a track record. So are we all agreeing that he's probably resigning or somebody yeah. got a different prediction? Do yeah. Do this? He's resigning. Clay Thompson's resigning. Yeah, Next. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Butler. Mm. He's declined his player option. He's a free agent. I believe, I'll throw mine out there, I think he's going to take the max in Philly. He's always been a guy about his money, even though he said he's not. But we know it. That's the reason why he pushed his way out of Minnesota. So whatever thing he was traded to, he was able to sign the best max for him in his future. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. So I think he's going to stay. And then him, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid together, that's a good trio. I think yeah, he stays. Yeah, I think he's resigning. Yep. I got him resigning. I think he just fits that, that big brother role for that team so well. Yeah. Especially it. what he did for them in the playoffs. I think he sees it in them too that they could go far and even contend for a championship. I think he'll he'll go back. I don't I, I don't know some something in me tells me something left field will happen. The the Heat with Jimmy some Butler moves and the Heat did say they were looking at him try to get him or something like that, which would be interesting. Cause Houston also move. has been very interested in Jimmy Butler. Oh, sure yeah, have. that's Houston, Houston, but the, Houston, Houston, Houston. he's been that? in Texas a lot lately. That's he's from Texas. From. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my bad. I think. They would have to move Clint, right? And then Eric Gordon and PJ or Chris Paul. I would have to look at the numbers, but it's yeah, not like they, they can't just take him. They would have right. to make multiple yeah. moves to make it happen. Next they guy have is no cap space. DeMarcus Cousins, which is a very interesting case because many things can happen here. My prediction is that he resides with the Warriors for one more year. Yeah, I think he's going to do another one year deal with the Warriors. Uh, I say the Warriors or the Lakers one year deal. Would you he he resigned to the Warriors. <laughs> the reason I say. I wouldn't mind it, but it depends. Like it, it all depends on what his contract looks like. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like saying? a vet minimum type contract. Then, yeah, that's the type of thing. But if he's if we're trying to like the market is throwing him, you know, ten mil or something like that, because some team just uh, threw it I, at I think him it'd like be that. In between, I don't think it's gonna be a vet million, minimum, and I don't think it'll be ten million. I think it'll probably be like again another five or something. Yeah, uh, MLE. But you said he's staying at the work. I, we all I think I think he's staying with the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, he it makes more a, sense. There's no reason just to, if you're going to just take the little money, might as well just go back to. Right. And he's going to have opportunity, too, with a team that's shorthanded with players. Ne- Next guy's Tobias Harris. Another interesting case here. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he fits what Philly was trying to do. Who? Tobias. Cause he, I think he fits them better than. He I, does. Better than Jimmy Butler in some ways. 
Yeah. I, think, I think him and Jimmy Butler don't fit each other. Yeah. Because uh, with those other two, because Ben Simmons has to do Ben Simmons things, and Embiid has to do Embiid things, and now those two got to try to get it where they live. And Jimmy Butler had cases where he was good for closing the game and doing those type of things. So that's why he might Jimmy Butler might have the edge because he has that effect. Yeah. Because Joel Embiid is a big man, so he can't really finish the game, and Ben Simmons has made himself limited. Limited on offense without a jump shot, and then but I like Tobias for the stretching part, yeah, because that 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 mm-hmm. goes well with them. But Jimmy Butler, I mean, closing the games is much more crucial than spacing the floor, maybe. Yeah, but if I'm Tobias, I've seen myself as a number one option. Yeah, and I've but thrived for, at that. For both sides, know damn well you're not a number one option for both sides, though. Philly, Philly it depends can find on somebody. Hit, no, Tobias here is not a. a well, he's a great number two. I would say that I'm he could be a three. Good. He's I a feel great like three. If you yeah, have he's a Tobias great three. Bears, Tobias Harris is your three. You're a contending team. Well, with that Clippers team, they were a playoff team. They were a contending team. They lost on a bank, bank, bank to the champions. Yeah, I think if they had Tobias Harris, they would have gave him a little bit more run too. They had Tobias Harris. The no, you talking about in the playoffs? Yeah. Who the Clippers? Oh, I thought you were talking about the seventy. No, I'm talking about the Clippers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were still like a top seeded team when Tobias Harris was they there. Make so much, they got a lot from him. Like Landry Shaman was big for them. That's what yeah. I say. The the role Tobias Harris filled for Philly, he he was obviously good at his job, but they could find a low market guy that could just stretch the floor from at that four yeah. spot. I think Tobias is going to be very pricey for them. I think pricey he's who? the seventy sixes. Yeah, because especially when Ben Simmons' contract is up this year, he's going to yeah. be worth the max. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you want to get that much into the tax? I don't know. Um, I think he's going to the Pacers. They could be a good fit. I don't know if since they just got T.J. Warren. Oh yeah, mm. but T.J. Warren can come off the bench, and then Bogdanovich For is not. To, uh, I don't know. But no, he makes ten million dollars a year. That's a good ass contract. T.J. Warren, ten million dollars a year, then eleven million, then twelve million. He he makes that's a that's an average contract in the NBA. That's because he took the time he took it, which bad. I guess it's bad agency, but he's a. I think he can be a fifteen, sixteen million dollar guy. He, Who are we talking? Like, uh, T.J. Warren. Okay, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think I'll say Brooklyn. I'll See, say Brooklyn. what makes it hard for like those medium guys? You, I, don't, I don't mean to cut you off. No, so go ahead. With that thought, but I'm gonna ask this question: If you can't get Kevin Durant and you've already dug a hole for yourself to get Kyrie, is getting Kyrie better? That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's uh, like these medium, these medium guys. Like we expected Brooklyn or New York to get a, a Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. If you just walk away with a Tobias Harris. Does that reflect good? Is that is that what? Yeah, bring Harry with him. Yeah, that's another one. But also, Brooklyn can bring back D'Lo and bring Tobias Harris, and it's still very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think is I think Tobias will be a great fit for Brooklyn. Yeah, I I guess the real question is, what is that team ceiling? If whether it's Kyrie and Tobias or D'Angelo and Tobias, is that good enough to really be competing for top of the East? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's something they got to figure out. I think it's chance. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a big. I'm not one of those people that reflect all the last year on Kyrie. I'm not done on Kyrie. I think that the the uh, what do they call it? The, the case is still unclear. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not putting that all on him. That's just a crazy, ridiculous situation for all of the people involved. V- Vucevic, I think he resigns. Mavericks. I got Mavericks. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I think Horford is going to the Mavericks. So I think he does resign. I think Vucevic is going to go. I don't know. I feel like he, he had so much invested in Orlando, and they finally made the playoffs. I think it would be all-star. weird for him. He was an all-star this year. I think it would be weird for him to and just be like, I'm They're out. trying to compete, but also, let me see I don't know. Orlando, they're trying to compete, and they're good enough to make the playoffs again they next are. year. They are. Right. So, it would be better next year. 
have a higher seed they, or the Kings because I, the most improved player in my eyes. If we talking predictions right now, I think John Isaac is going to take a big oh, step. The Celtics, the Celtics could be the Celtics could be one for him because they don't open up some money now by losing Kyrie Horford, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris won't go back. Yep, just got rid of Baines. So. Yeah, they also brought in Baines. Did we talk about that with the Suns? They yeah. also brought in Baines. That kind of yeah. that, that was the pointless of trading to TJ Warren. Because you <laughs> just took all, all of that money that you gave away with TJ Warren, you just got back with Baines five million dollars and Dario Sarge have him That's so confusing. I would love I would love Vooch with the Lakers, but I just don't know how they'll get him. Lakers just y'all need so much that it's like yeah. I can't commit. That's why the best option is for us to just fill out our roster because yes. having that one player it now we're gonna, gonna be on the same thing with, with the Warriors is basically we got a whole bunch of Yeah. I like him with the Kings. Bench too. people coming in, in to play good. roles. You can just put him with so many different teams. Yeah. I do like him with the Kings. It's crazy we were talking about like teams trading for him because they didn't really need a center, but now that it's free agency, you're kinda like Yeah, because you def- can let those centers go now. Yeah. Like Willie Collie Steins might not be a king next year, but during the season, it's like why would you trade for him instead of it. all of those guys? But then Marvin Bagley could also play some five. So but if you brought back Vucevic, him and Vucevic could play on the floor together. Yeah. So I I mean but I I'll say Magic. He just that was his best year of his career. Why not go back? I think he's gonna go to the Mavs and play alongside Porzingis. I think they have a connection now. How about Chris Middleton? I think he's gonna resign. I also think he's gonna resign to a max or close to it. Because that loyalty, close to he it. wants the max. Close to it. So if he don't get the max, I'm gonna say Hawks. No, I'm just joking. I'll go uh, Bucks. Al Horford, Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I really don't know where he can go. I guess, but then, he can I, go, I, in, he can go, go anywhere. Yeah, he can go anywhere. That's kind of where it's just like uh, I don't. It's, really it's know. basically where he wants to go. Because I, I wouldn't be surprised team, if he goes to LA. Would you be okay with that? Hell yeah, I'd be okay LA with Clippers. Al going to LA. LA Clippers. <laughs> I, I think his mark is going to be great. Uh, he's what is he thirty? He's thirty three years old, but he just plays great. You know and he's saying? not. He's he not going to be very expensive. He, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, he wants that. He four wants years. that money. He wants that four years. Uh, and then at that case, if I'm a general manager, am I giving him four years? Because yeah, he's going to be thirty seven at yeah. that point. It's, like, it's going to be a similar I, situation to what happened with Chris Paul. I will do it because the Mavericks don't need him to be that. Because you're right. leaning on Przingis and Doncic, and I think that's why he's going to want to go there because the, the, the play he won't be with like a Kyrie. I don't know if Kyrie frustrated him or not, but you know, Al Horford is a part of teams that play real good basketball. Like the Hawks team was a passing team, mm-hmm. and a lot of intricate Ball things movement. going on. Yeah, he can showcase a little bit. So the Mavericks can pretty pretty much have some of that going on. Next guy's Julius Randle. I literally don't know what the market yeah. for Julius Randle is going to be. He, like. be a, he might be a Nick. We might get him on a short term deal. I can I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Which is not bad. Yeah, because he had a twenty one point per game season. Um, but I feel like he wants some. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the twenty-three and nine shot about thirty-seven percent from three. This is the time to get his bag. So yes, mm-hmm. and I know the Knicks ain't gonna give him a long-term deal, uh, and it's hard to bet on yourself twice. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> when you just had career numbers. You know, bet to get even better than that. I just don't know what the mark is like. I, I think he wants a long-term deal, right? He wants some security. Him and his wife still traveling and stuff, but he wants to buy a house somewhere, right? Maybe it's L.A. again. Or he went to the Kings. <laughs> I was I thinking mean, about it because Harrison Barnes, yeah, yeah dumb, dumbass. No, I, I don't know. if he opts out of twenty plus million, there was something he didn't like about the players. He just did, he just didn't like the front but office. They yeah. that to reconstruct something. Yeah, the possibility. Everybody, these GMs keep saying we'll reconstruct. It. He somebody <laughs> checked. Somebody checked it. He was like, just decline that player option. We'll reconstruct it. No, he's not coming back. Uh, I don't know what Julius Randle's gonna be. Grizzlies could be a. He'd be a, a modern Julius Randle. 
him and Jaron Jackson in that front court with Job Morant. If Jonas Valanciunas decides to dip, I think he's going back to the Bucks. He's restricted. So we're talking about Malcolm Brogdon here. Yeah, but there. I think his value is so great. Some team is going to offer him twenty it's plus million. That's what I would do. And the Bucks are going to be like, do we do we value him that much? Right. I That's think you'd have to because he compliments Giannis mm-hmm. so well. And that I, Eric Bledsoe can't shoot in the playoffs. Yep. Yo, if I'm a team, a competitive team in the Buck, and especially in the East, I would do it just so they have to. Yeah, I would too because they they gonna bring him back. If I'm Philadelphia, why not? Why not? You don't have to max him out, but if you're not going to bring him back Tobias and I'm anyway, try Brook Lopez. I think he's coming back on a structured deal where he may be getting like $10 million See, a year. Is, this is why it hurts with Brogdon and Chris Middleton because he is going to get offers that are going to be oh, – he sure. might go to yeah. a, a team and we like, where the hell did that come from? But they just had the money for it. They had that money for him. I just saw a report that the Lakers are now interested in him. Yep. The Lakers are going to be interested in everybody. <laughs> yes, everybody that is in the free agent market, the Lakers are looking at because they need to fill out a roster. And it's crazy they're interested in D'Angelo Russell. Even though they just traded, I mean, the person that traded him is gone now. Yeah. So the owner's new. still there. No, Palenka's still there too. Yeah, I mean, I would have but bad people, blood the with pers- that the person office. that said the, the shit about yeah. him. Yeah. Magic is gone. The Pelicans could be a spot for Brook Lopez because they yeah. are looking for a student center. Center, that would be fun. Can you Evan imagine Zion? that? Oh my god! Let, let's hope on that. That my prediction is that because I wanted Brandon to Jackson happen. Hayes off the bench. That ain't bad. Marcus Gasol, I think he's staying. Yeah, he's staying. Yeah. He seemed like he fell in love with the with the country and, and everything. He opted into like twenty. Yeah. I think all the Raptors. Yeah, he got a big free, I think all the Raptors free agents are staying. And how how about these lower end players? Not lower end, but they're not the top. No, guys. they're yeah. gross. He might go back to Minnesota. He should. He had a very disappointing his best season since all of the shit. I think the reason why they probably he probably won't is because Jeff T took his option. Yeah, oh, I forgot about Jeff T. Took his option. He's on his deal. He's on his last deal. So they're going to start. Timberwolves are going to start freeing up money. I know they started freeing up money this year just because a lot of people are just if off the books for them. Wiggins, they can move that Wiggins concert. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really what it boils down yeah. to. Wiggins and Jeff T. Could D Rose go to a Phoenix? Maybe he goes Indiana. I know they close to the home. Him and Rubio. I mean, him or close Rubio. To the home. They eye Rubio, but you know. Maybe return to the Bulls. And then things like that, after that, DeAndre Jordan. Do we know his market? Hell no. We don't know DeAndre Jordan. He could be market. a Laker guy. Yeah, they were interested in Boyan, DeAndre Boyan Jordan. Boyan is, is, is he, big. Boyan's big. It's just how much Marcus is the market going to be paying, Boyan? I just think, yeah, I think those are the players that could get offers many, many places, and it's yeah. about their priorities. Is I think Boyan's going to be worth like 18 to 20. Yes. Yeah, he yes. will. It's going to be a hot commodity. So is that guy right there, Marcus Morris. Oh, not 18, 20, but he's going to be a hot commodity for sure. I mean, his rumor. What about his brother? Interesting. Interesting. His Marquise Morris. He way lesser because he got to OKC and was unplayable. He had a neck injury, but I think he he could get he could get sixteen million. JJ Reddick could be a twenty million dollar guy at that age because what they offer for some teams that are trying to contend is going to be that that much of our priority that you can leverage like that. Yo, the Lakers, I'll come, but uh, them over there trying to give me twenty. (laughs) <laughs> the Lakers might be like shit. Okay, we'll give you twenty one because we, we really need JJ Redick on here. That's the it's just really that's cool. our whole roster is JJ Redick, Kuzma, <laughs> Anthony Davis, LeBron. JJ Redick next to Anthony Davis and LeBron right. James, Kyle he's Kuzma. a fit. Yeah, yeah he's a fit. And but he don't take like, away anything that you're trying to do. He's legit one of those pieces that you can always just plug in. I, I know the Lakers ain't got twenty one million. No, they no. don't. They but the the one phrase that matters the most out of all these people, Patrick Beverly, where is he going? 
Why does he matter the most? Because he's going to Chicago. Thank y'all so much for watching this episode. That would be dumb. Of, of th- thank y'all for watching this episode. He can play small four, power four, and center. That would be dumb. He can't play center. He, I agree with everything else, but he can't play center. He, he can't play, play small four. four. I mean, he can't I can't play small four either. He was just guarding KD. He can do the small four. He was just guarding KD. That man is basically small. seven foot. He that's wasn't playing small. He was playing power four. Nah, I was obviously <laughs> exaggerating. No, you wasn't. You were just not paying attention. Yeah, I would put him guarding the center star. Where's Melo going? <laughs> I don't think Australia? there's a market. There's no market for Melo. So, all right, you know what? Blazers, y'all better call him on that. Blazers wouldn't mind. They could have used him. In what way? I said, what? Yeah. In what way? What they could have used him in the playoffs when they needed hey, shit. If Alfred Camino wasn't making them shots, Melo shit was hell, wasn't it? 3 crazy. 2 1. You crazy <laughs> as hell. You crazy. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> I wish the Portland Trailblazers didn't have money, though, because you know who y'all could really use? Tobias Harris. My- <laughs> well, been, all I you got to do is trade future first round picks to get rid of Evan Turner and get rid of. Hey, are y'all willing to mortgage nah, y'all future? You just got Nasir Little, so the future first yeah. round picks could be something. JK, Nasir Little could be ass. Could yeah, be. but he also could be very good. But the West <laughs> is wide open. <laughs> Everybody. But we don't know when Yusuf Nurkis is coming back either. That's a big yeah, question. I think he's Marcus. out for at least after All Star break. Yeah, that's a big question. You talk to him? No, but it's just evident. Just just you could have just said, yeah. Right. I, 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 I say, yeah. Uh, that's it, y'all. Peace.